Hey mama, I want to invite you to something. I am hosting a free anger management bootcamp on the podcast, May 13th through the 17th. Monday through Friday, there will be a new episode released teaching you where anger comes from and what goes on in your brain when you feel intense feelings, how to lower your stress and increase capacity levels as a mom, how to shift your mindset to align your actions with the mom that you want to be, and how to break generational anger patterns. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a day and sign up using the link in the show notes so you can get access to the episodes as soon as they drop and an email summary of the daily trainings, as well as access to a live Q&A call on the last day of the bootcamp. Invite one or three of your mama friends so they can learn how to manage their emotions well too. Link to sign up is in the show notes. I can't wait to see you in there. Let's get back into this podcast episode. Hello friend! I'm so excited to chat with you right now. This is my behind the scenes of June, the month of June. And if you haven't listened to my other ones from January through May, I would encourage you to go back and listen. It's a little bit behind the scenes of my life. And so you get to know me a little bit more and a little bit better as your coach, as your mentor, and as a friend as well. And so I'm so excited to share with you kind of what's been going on in my life and what I'm going to be up to moving forward. The biggest change in June was that my kids were off of school and they are all home. All four kiddos, usually three of my boys go to school full time. That last year was the first year all three of the boys were in school full time and now they are home and things are very different. The routine is very different things feel more chaotic and a little bit crazier. There isn't that super rigid structure of the day getting up and leaving at a specific time and like going to bed at a specific time. I don't know if you feel that, but I miss structure. I thrive off of structure. I am type A. So for me, that is really, really important. So Right before it was the first week of them being home all week, I heard somewhere about doing a screen-free week with the kids. And I thought, you know what? I know that's going to be hard for me, but I think it would be really good for them to be no screens for a whole week. And we decided that starting that Sunday right before the week began and no screen for a week. And okay, so here's what I learned. My boys, yes, they were whining and complaining the first few days. When is it going to be over? I want to watch. What? When can we watch? What else happened was that they were so creative. They came up with ideas to keep themselves busy and do things that would just occupy them for hours and we still have quiet time in the middle of the day because my daughter naps so they would be reading they would be coloring they would be playing with a ball they would jump on the trampoline they would play with water they would ride their bicycles and rollerblades all the things they just kept coming up and building fords and just coming up with ideas of things that they could do 
to keep themselves occupied during that time because screens were not an option. And it took a few days for them to kind of detox from the screens. Not that my kids are on screens a lot, but I do use it during quiet time. After about an hour of them like being by themselves, reading, coloring or whatever, they typically then get like another hour, hour and a half of screens when the baby naps. And I need that time for myself as well. So I've been using that consistently and they were so used to it and they were expecting that and I did not want them to be dependent on screens as much. So I did the no screen free week and yes, by the end of the week, the biggest thing that really, really, really stood out to me is that my kids were not fighting as much. They were getting along with each other way more. There were less meltdowns. There were less sibling rivalry almost none really. They were just working really well together and playing so well together. I was literally like blown away how it has reduced the fighting between my siblings. You would think not that they are on, you know, off of screens and they will be playing with each other more that they would fight more, which my kids normally do argue and fight and have conflict on a regular basis but it was the opposite. I was actually super surprised. I don't know if it was just a random week or what, but that was one big thing. I did some ocean play dates with some of my friends. I went to the ocean with my kiddos. So we live in Florida and North Florida. We live about 40 minutes away from the ocean. And it is a lot of effort for me to take all the kids and go to the ocean. And we were right in front of the lifeguard. So I had more eyes on my kids and it, it was a lot of work, but I felt like I wanted to make those memories with my kids and I would take that effort to go to the ocean. I still had to have a few days a week where we just stayed home and did not have any plans because I needed that time to recharge and catch up on housework. I also did a bunch of play dates in June with some of the moms from church and just went to um, their houses or some of them have pools. So that was really fun or just get together at parks. Uh, we had our neighbors, a family that we invited for dinner. I personally get really stressed out when it comes to planning what to cook. My house is pretty tidy for the most part. I don't get stressed out when people come to my house. I get stressed out what to cook to make it taste good because I'm not an amazing cook. That's just not my, I could become better. Of course, we could all learn. It's just not my area where I thrive and shine. And so I felt like it was stressing me out. And I love company. I love when people come over. I love to spend time with people. I hate cooking. As you know already, I mentioned on my podcast here before, I don't like cooking. So that is always kind of like a challenge for me. And my husband was busy all that day with work, so he couldn't come home and help me out. So it was just me with four kids and grocery shopping <laughs> and making the meal, making sure it's all ready by the time people come. And my husband has a thing. His mom is like that. And I think it just like transfer to him. Like if you say six o'clock, like you need to have food ready at six o'clock. So when people show up at six, your food should be all ready to go. 
even if they show up at 6.30, your food should be ready at 6. And so obviously that is kind of like stressful for me. And normally if he's home, he helps out, but he wasn't. And so it was like, I made it. I made it in time, but it was like tense for me. <laughs> okay, what else did we do? I had to go and do some appointments with the kids. I had to run to a bunch of appointments. We had to do the dentist. We had to go to a cardiologist doctor. We had to go to that eye doctor. So I had like full schedule for the first three weeks after school was done because I, I mean, I had play dates. I had some dates. I stayed at home days that I stayed at home and didn't go anywhere. And then I had appointments that I had to take my kids to and it does get a little wild and stressful if you're trying to go to the doctor by yourself with four kids and you have to sit in the waiting room for a while and then your kids are on a no screen week. It gets really hard pretty quick, but my boys got creative. They got into their yo-yo tricks, especially the older two. I think the cha most challenging was getting the toddler to cooperate. I still had her watch some screens because... Having a two-year-old that wants to run around and get into everything and touch everything and I need her to stay put in a stroller and she's done eating snacks and throwing everything out and she's just screaming on the top of her lungs. You just do whatever you need to do as a parent because there's a ton of people around you that are, you know, also there at the office and you, it, you just don't want to, you know, feel embarrassed, I guess, and, um, have that toddler make the day challenging for everyone else, even though other parents get it. It's just, um, I didn't want her to scream, you know, cause she will, you know, she's really determined and she's going to want to get what she wants and she's going to keep screaming. So she got screens during that week, but the boys didn't and we made it, we made it through. So I also signed up my kids for VBS and I said that in one of my emails, it's like one of those things, if you haven't done that yet and July is coming up, um, look up local churches in your area, sign your kids up for VBS because especially it's all elementary school kids because we had some churches were doing it evenings and some churches were doing it mornings, which was so awesome. It's literally like free babysitting and you know, it's faith-based and they get to have fun. And one of the churches was for three and a half hours from 9am till 1230. And it was like Monday through Thursday one of the weeks. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is so great. I signed up my kids. I was able to get a little break from them. They got to get out of the house, have fun with other kids. Plus it's super hot here in Florida this time, you know, of the year. So it was just so nice for them to hang out with other kids and just kind of get out of the, you know, normal routine at home. So look up some local VBSs for your kids in the area that you live and maybe sign them up and get a little break from your kiddos if you need it because I am the mom that does need a break from my kids in order for me to show up as the best version of myself for my children. Then I did something really exciting. Oh my gosh, this was super, super fun. So my husband, his favorite band or singer is NF and he's been to his concert back in Minnesota years ago, maybe four or five years ago, he went to one of his concerts and he loved it. Though the concert 
tickets are pricey. And so months ago, he told me that NF is coming to Orlando in Florida. And I said, well, why don't you go? He's like, I just can't bring up to like spend that much money because I don't want a crappy ticket. I want to get a nicer ticket. And I just cannot spend that much money right now. And that was it. You know, that was the rest of the conversation. And I thought, you know what? why don't I buy him ticket with the money I've made off of my business? I have it sitting in a separate account. He actually doesn't even know how much is in it because I thought I was transferring it to the other account and apparently it didn't go through. And it was just sitting there and I thought I wanted to surprise him and get him tickets. And then I talked to my oldest son who is 11 at this time. He loves NF as well. And I said, what do you think if you and I you know, save up some money and buy dad and you tickets to NF concert in end of July. And you can make some flyers, walk around the neighborhood, see if any of the neighbors need yard work done or washing cars or vacuuming cars or mowing lawns or anything they need to get done. And then you can earn a little bit of extra money and you and I can buy tickets for dad. And so he agreed because he's super excited about it. He also wants to be part of it. And he gets to go to a concert that he, of a singer that he loves. And so we kept this surprise from my husband for months. I bought the tickets and then my son was kind of paying me back for some of them. And then he was also saving cash on the side for them to spend the day they get to go there to buy merch and all the things like, you know, grab a bite to eat and stuff. And so um, for Father's Day, we surprised my husband. We did a scavenger hunt around the house and we put post-it uh, notes and it had clues on it. And the clues were like Orlando, um, 2023, 07, you know, for July, S101 for section 101. Anyways, it had like all these clues that if you put them together, you could figure it out that it's an NF concert. And it was like the date, the time, uh, the location, 8 p.m., you know. Um, so it was just so fun. And so my husband did the scavenger hunt. My son was so excited uh, for him to figure it out. And he needed a little bit <laughs> suggestions to try to put it together because he didn't think it was actually possible for me to get him tickets. And it was just so fun to be able to give to him in that way and to bless him in that way. And the excitement that my son felt and I felt and my husband felt in that day was just awesome. So I just wanted to share that with you because it just, it felt so good to give. He's a great dad. I don't talk about him much on this podcast because it's about motherhood and he, he deserves to have a day out like that with his son to connect together and just have a great time. And I am so thankful for him and that I was able to do this for my husband. All right. What else happened in, um, in June after that, uh, last week of June, we went on vacation to West part of Florida, close to Tampa and my family, my siblings, their kids, their spouses, my parents, everybody came down and we rented condos right on the beach. So you could just walk out on the beach right after, you know, right as you walk out of the building 
and it was so fun. We rented three condos and there's 22 total of us. We had such a great time. Um, we divided meals and so like a family was responsible for lunch and dinner for everyone um, one of the days that we stayed there we stayed there for seven days um, and then breakfast everyone was on their own we would eat breakfast go to the beach from nine to noon hang out come inside have lunch everybody you know time for rest there was a ton of toddlers, so it was nap time anyways. So it was nap time and whoever wanted to nap and the adults, whoever wanted to rest, rested. And then um, at around 4, 4.30, went back to the beach until, you know, 6.37 and then come inside, have dinner, hang out with family, whoever did all the cooking. Uh, for that day, uh, that couple would go out for date night. And it was just so life-giving. I know that many of you that are listening, you probably don't have a good relationship with your siblings, your parents. And I have been so fortunate and blessed by God in this area of my life that I have struggles in other areas of my life. You know, don't get me wrong, but this is an area of my life that I have definitely been blessed with where I grew up in a good loving family, um, good Christian loving family, and I have a good relationship with my parents and my siblings, a really close and good relationship with my mom. And we get along really well. Obviously, when we were kids, there were so many arguments and fights and sibling rivalry, but as adults, we have a really good relationship. We can literally hang out for a week together in the same space for a freaking week and nobody hurt any anybody with their words. There was no drama. There was no screaming. There was like, it was just so life-giving and pleasant and uplifting and encouraging. Just all of it. It was just, I am so, every, like every day I'm like, God, thank you so much for allowing this opportunity. This is so sweet. So we drove down from North Florida and everybody flew in and it was just amazing. We got to like go out one of the nights with all the siblings and just have some appetizers and hang out. And it was just so pleasant. I, I just can't say enough good things. Obviously, there's a ton of toddlers. There's lots of noise. Um, I experienced sensory overwhelm. And then it was my PMS week, the week before my cycle. And so I had a couple rough days where I was really struggling. And I was torn between like spending time with my family and wanting to be with them because they're going to leave in a little bit. And really, really, really needing alone time. And one of the days I just couldn't, I went to bed at like 9 p.m. And I said, I, I, I just can't. I love everybody. I, I need this time so then I can show up as a better self for the next day and just connect with everyone. Because otherwise I was just not doing well mentally and emotionally. It's like I have this dark cloud over me that's draining and sucking the life out of me. And everyone and everything is just getting on my nerves. And then it's like two, three days and then I am just back to my normal self. I did raise my voice at my kids. I did like snap at my kids. It was kind of unpleasant to my husband. And I, I hate feeling that way. And I feel miserable. But as soon as those days pass, it's like this. I just snap out of it. And I feel like normal and back to myself. Anyways, I still had a great time with my family. And it was just so life-giving. What a 
beautiful and an amazing opportunity. All 22 of us were there. I might attach a picture and send it to my email list because it was just so fun. I just, I'm so thankful for that. So thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, for that opportunity. My older two boys were on 11 and eight. They flew back to Minnesota with my parents and my siblings and they flew back to Minnesota and they're going to stay there for almost a month and come back right the day before my husband and my oldest will go to the NF concert and they will come back with my mother-in-law and she's going to fly them back here and stay here for a few days. So it's just so exciting and, um, I'm so grateful for that opportunity for them to go and spend the summer with their grandparents. They get to go to a summer camp over there, go camping with um, my parents, you know, in tents, and then, you know, just help out at the Bible Mission International where my father-in-law is one of the leaders. And so they get to go to his office and help out over there and do a lemonade stand and save money and just go um, do sleepovers at their uncles and aunts' houses with their cousins. I'm just so thankful for the opportunity for them to go and hang out. It does feel really quiet at times in the house, yet I still have two younger kids. And one of the biggest things I noticed when we got back is that the house gets messy a lot quicker and stays messy longer when you have younger kids. Because with my older kids, they would say, oh, can we watch TV? Can I have a snack? Can I, you know, have a treat? And I said, yes, after you clean up the house. Yes, after you do the dishes. Yes, after, you know, you do this. And so the house stays pretty, like, um, tidy most of the day. And my older two do a lot of the chores around the house. They do trash. They do unload, unload the dishwasher. They clean the counters. They pack lunches. They, like... Um, wash floors they mow the lawn so like they do a lot of things and so it was very significantly noticeable when they are not around (laughs) that means I have to and my husband have to pick up the slack and get those house chores done which is not a bad thing it's just I have gotten so used to delegating them and my six-year-old is not as motivated by money as the older two are and so he's like eh you know I don't feel like doing that chore and I don't want to do it unless like I am actively doing it with him and so which means I'm still doing it right and so that is like another big thing and then what else what else what else okay two more things I wanted to share with you So it's been exactly a year since we moved to Florida. A year ago, last year, we moved from Minnesota to Florida. It was a really big transition for our family, a humongous change. And it's been a full year and it's been a very big spiritual, emotional journey for my husband and I. God has really been working in our hearts during this time to trust him, to surrender to him. It's been a very big emotional roller coaster, lots of confusion, lots of questions for God. Why did you bring us here? Like, what do you need from us? Why, do, you know, like a lot of why questions. And I'm trying to turn them into what for? What is the lesson you want us to learn here? Um, it's a big change, right? Moving from one place to another, leaving all your family and friends and just starting in a completely new spot, um, lots of stressors that are happening that are out of the control. And I've been really intentional working on my mindset. And so God has really worked, especially in my heart during this past year 
teaching me to trust him, to surrender to him. And I'll tell you what, that is one of the hardest things you have to do in life, to learn how to be patient with God, like be patient and wait on him, to trust him that he is good when things are still hard and surrender to him fully and say, I trust you, like that you are going to do what you said you're going to do. That is like really, really hard and takes so much intentionality and mindset work and spiritual work and just surrender and just coming back to God on a daily basis. It's not a one-time thing. Oh, I just made this decision. I'm going to trust God. Like every day it's a battle because the enemy wants you to think that God has forgotten you that what did he do? Like, did God really say he was going to do this? Like, you know, and he like wants to put these negative thoughts into your mind for you to question God's goodness. And it's a lot of work. Intentionality. You have to be in the word. You have to surround yourself with encouragement and support to remain spiritually and mentally strong. You have to, and it takes effort and work. And that's one of the biggest things that I've been going through in the past year. And then one of the biggest things I wanted to share with you is this. A couple months ago, I had an episode about changing your mindset to be more patient with your kids. And I mentioned this influencer. Her name is Tessa Romero. She has this amazing podcast called Mind Body Alignment. I will link it below. Absolutely go check it out. Absolutely. She has also an amazing Instagram page. If you are ready to like work on your mindset and intentionally change your thoughts, this is for you. So she, I believe she's a Christian, but she doesn't teach it from a faith-based perspective. She just teaches it from changing your mindset, from being intentional and like doing personal development from that type of perspective, because whatever she teaches can be implied by and implemented by anybody and benefit anyone. You don't have to be from a faith-based background, but I I also add that into my own kind of when I learn from her. So she has this 12-week course called Mind-Body Alignment. And it's all about becoming um, the mom that you desire to be for your children. And it's about changing your thoughts. When you are positioned in circumstances that you don't like, but how do you change your thoughts? Because your thoughts create your feelings and your feelings create your actions. For example, your baby is crying. If you're thinking to yourself, oh, my baby's doing this to annoy me. She's doing this on purpose. Now my day is going to suck and my day is going to be miserable. How are you going to feel towards your baby? Resentful, bitter, and you're going to probably do something or say something you regret later versus my baby is crying for me. This is my chance to be the mom I want to be for my baby. You change how you feel towards your child. You feel compassionate and understanding. You go and you nurture that baby and you pick that baby up and you feel way differently about the situation. Like she helps you change your thoughts. So then you change your actions and then it helps you become a mom that you're truly proud of. And it, you work through like your identity and there's, I think there's so confusion in the Christian world, you know, about like, yes, my identity is in Christ, but you're also more than just a Christian. 
yes you're a mom but you're also more than just a mom like who are you as a person like not the role that you play but who are you as an individual as a person like for me I am nurturing I am observant I am positive I'm grounded I'm encouraging I'm uplifting I am I am authentic I am transparent I am loving I am patient I am kind all those things like I am steady I am grounded all these things that you can bring back to the fruit of the spirit was the bible tells us to do as christians to be patient and loving and kind right and so there's so many different terms that can you know are similar to those terms what the bible says but to show up as the mom that you want to show up if you tell yourself oh i'm i'm frustrated i am um i'm angry well you're gonna look for areas of your life to prove that or my kids are annoying if you think those thoughts you're gonna prove that with your mind because you're gonna start looking for those things to prove that versus i am kind i am loving i'm compassionate if you attach that to the person that you are and like you repeat that to yourself in the mirror on a regular basis then you start looking for those moments in your life and like changing your thought let's say your child is melting down and you are running late and you're starting to feel super frustrated and you tell yourself, I feel frustrated. We're running late. I feel frustrated. And this is my chance to be the mom I want to be for my kids. A lot of the stuff that I teach, you still need to implement, but this is like the next level of mindset work. And I am so pumped because I signed up for the 12 week mind body alignment course and we get to do that internal deep work and i'm so excited to do this for me for myself to become the better mom i want to be the best mom that i can be for my kids a mom that i'm proud of that at the end of the day and at the end of like my children's childhood i can look back and say i truly did my best I put the energy and the effort into becoming the mom I want to be for my kids. Anyways, I'm just like so pumped because I know it's going to be so valuable for me to transform my life, to model this to my children, to speak life over them, to speak positive things over them, you know, because I'm not naturally a positive person. I'm actually pretty negative and I catch myself having lots of negative thoughts and this is so intentional about shifting your thoughts and saying positive things to your children about them, saying positive things to yourself about yourself, because how do you show up if you constantly say negative things about yourself? Probably not really well. And so I'm just so excited because I'm two weeks in and it, there's a lot of assignments. There's a lot of work that is required and commitment to do this, but I am so excited to do it because I know it's going to transform me. I know it's going to also impact my kids. It's also going to help me become a better coach for you. And it's teaching me how to do like reach the next level of being the mom and the wife and the Christian and the coach and a sister and the daughter that I want to be for the loved ones around me. So anyways, I am just so pumped for this mind-body alignment. I don't know where her next round is going to be probably in, in the new year, but I am just so excited to learn all these new tools that I can also share with you and on my podcast and in my coaching and go deep and learn more about that because 
you can choose to be the mom you want to be for your kids. Like it's totally possible for you to live an abundant life because God did not call you to motherhood for you to feel miserable and annoyed and frustrated and agitated all day long. That is not your calling, my friend. You are called for so much more than that. You know, you are called to be patient and grounded and calm, but how do you become that? That's the thing. Like part of it is Christ and abiding in Christ and asking God for support and help, but also it's working on your own heart and your mindset and digging deep in like where are those negative thoughts coming from why do you tell yourself you're lazy why do you tell yourself that you are a mean mom why do you tell yourself that you are overwhelmed why are you telling yourself that you are unkind or or angry or frustrated all the time that's not who you are it's what you feel right but there's a difference between what you are and what you feel and like working on who you want to become and show up as that mom for your children. Anyways, there's just so much more I could talk about this forever. As you can tell, I've been talking about it for 10 minutes already. And anyways, I will link Tessa's Instagram below. So if you're still on social media, go follow her. She's absolutely amazing and inspiring. Her personality is so great and just like so uplifting. I absolutely love her. And then the other thing is go listen to her podcast. It is so life-giving. And even though it's not from a faith-based perspective, there's so much that you can learn from that. They're one of those podcasts that you want to sit down and take a ton of notes with and then go back and re-listen. I've re-listened to some of her podcast episodes because they are that good. And even her you know, paid coaching program and it is even better. Like for real, it's just so transformation. Just in two weeks, I have already shifted so much of my mindset and been so much more intentional. What I say and how I say it to my kids and how I speak to myself, it's just so transformational. And I definitely think you should go check out her content. And I am so inspired to invite her on my podcast. One of these days, I will have her on my podcast because I think she is that good and can really, um, she can really teach moms to work on their mindset in a way that is so empowering versus you feeling like you are a victim as a mom. So my friend, go check out her content. Like you will be so inspired and motivated and I think you'll be super encouraged. My friend, that's it. This is my recap of June. Thank you for sticking around. And next episode, I have an announcement for you. A pretty big one. I have something to announce that is going to happen this summer. I'm making some changes. Tune in. Hi, friend. Did you learn something new or found value in this episode? If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with one Christian mama friend who has young kiddos and could benefit from this message? Word of mouth is the best way to spread the word and grow this podcast. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, would you please rate and review on Apple Podcasts so I know that this content is helpful and I can continue to create more episodes. This is really the only way for me to know that you are blessed by this podcast. I'll see you soon, my friend. God bless you.